Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited-time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited-time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hello, America. And welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we have Congressman Andy Biggs, yes, from the great state of Arizona, Republican, also chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, uh, one of the most influential conservative caucuses in Congress, here to talk to us. And we're going to talk about the border. We're going to talk about impeachment, cancel culture, all the things that are going on uh, in Washington that people are scratching their head about. I know many of you are more worried about what's on your plate what's in your wallet, your checking account, whether your kid is going to get to go to school or not. And yet Washington seems to be talking about things far removed from that. We're going to talk about that disconnect with uh, Congressman Andy Biggs in a few seconds. But before we do that, I want to do something different. Most days I like to focus on some of our investigative reporting because that's my favorite thing to do. But we've had two polls in the last couple of days that I find just really interesting. We have a great pollster, right? Scott Rasmussen doesn't get any better than that. He's been measuring a lot of the big issues uh, that have been uh, playing out in America the last few months. And and he's really polling on issues that a lot of other people uh, aren't measuring, aren't looking at, aren't checking uh, American sentiments. And so I want to mention two that have been on the site in the last 48 hours. You can still find them on the site. Just type in the word poll, you'll find it. The first is related to the COVID-19 pandemic. And as you know, Uh, who the World Health Organization has said they don't really know where it originated from. They guess that it came from an animal, uh, and they don't think it came from uh, a lab in Wuhan. Uh, That's a little bit different. Uh, The World Health Organization has taken a different approach than where the Trump administration was in its final days in office, where Mike Pompeo and others said it seemed to be a growing body of evidence that supported that the coronavirus accidentally escaped from a an experiment at the Wuhan lab. Uh, Neither side has smoking gun evidence, right? It's all a matter of how you assess the facts that are in evidence and what's missing. Uh, But it's interesting to know that when there's been two debates over this and two different sides, what do the American people believe? And uh, Scott's poll for Just the News, we do a daily poll, uh, found that a strong majority of American voters believe that COVID-19 was likely manufactured in a lab. That's a big Number, what, what's the number? It's 65% of people believed it happened and only 21% of Americans doubted it. So a very strong belief in America, uh, which indicates that Donald Trump's messaging 
more likely got through uh, than the World Health Organization or some of those in the CDC and elsewhere. Uh, but an interesting poll, and it shows how much the um, uh, sentiments are changing on this issue right now. Now, we've got a second poll that also caught my fancy, and I think it's interesting. It just came out today, so it's fresh on the site, and it kind of gets into one of those social wedge issues. If you remember, we've been chronicling the issues of men who identify as through transgender as being women, so biological males uh, who identify as women who want to compete in female sports instead of male sports. And we've never measured on this issue before, but uh, we asked the question, should a biological male who identifies as a female, um, uh, should they be allowed to compete on women's sports teams? And we found, again, a strong uh, percentage of Americans, 56% of Americans said no, a biological male competing uh, on a uh, female team because they identify transgender as a female. Only 27% of America answered yes, and a large people are undecided. About 17% said they weren't sure. But a really significant uh, growing body of evidence that these issues are not yet um, uh, resolved in the American conscience, or if they are resolved in the American conscience, it's in opposition. Um, uh, what's interesting is that there was, we just had a story by Daniel Payne, my good colleague the other day, that took a look at some of the scientific evidence that shows that even uh, uh, biological males who go through some transgender um, transitions, such as uh, taking synthetic estrogen supplements, that they still have um, physical superiority traits over biological females. And so uh, you can take a look at that uh, search on Daniel Payne's name. I think that um, uh, article was growing evidence suggests transgender females maintain natural athletic advantages over girls. Uh, some important, well-trusted scientific journals. Remember, Democrats have, and many, most people in America say, trust, trust the science. Well, the science suggests that a, um, a biological male even after undergoing synthetic hormone treatment, does maintain an, a physical advantage over a biological female when it comes to athletic competitive skills. And that may be driving some of these sentiments, this um, you know, 56% of Americans opposing biological males uh, who identify as a female being able to compete against biological girls in, in high school, college sports. Um, <clears throat> all important stuff. Uh, two polls that I just thought were interesting I, I really like what uh, Scott Rasmussen does. He really tests some of the main um, uh, philosophies and issues and wedge issues that a lot of the news media don't measure sentiments. They, they tell us what the body of fact is, but they're not actually asking Americans, what do you think? And I, I love that about Scott. All right, now we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to have Congressman Andy Biggs, chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, Republican representing the great state of Arizona, uh, a person who has a lot of insight of what's been going on in the U.S. Capitol related to the January 6th riots, related to impeachment, related to the Trans-Canada pipeline, uh, hypocrisy, uh, the new metal detector rules being imposed, what appears to be unevenly. Uh, we're going to have all that with our great guest, Andy Biggs, in just a few seconds. 
You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest, one of my favorite guests on this show, Congressman Andy Biggs is joining us. Congressman, welcome back to the show. John, it's always good to be with you. It's a good thing there's nothing to talk about in Washington these days. It's very boring. Nothing interesting is going on, I guess. Uh, but I, yeah, nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened at all. No, no hypocrisy. Everybody's behaving themselves. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to uh, to dive in quickly first on um, the story everyone's thinking about. The trials have been underway now in the Senate. And um, you have, more than any other member, been able to really articulate some of the insanity of the way this was rushed and then how the evidence boomerangs back. It's just like Russia all over again. When you see now all the evidence of the pre-planning of the Capitol riots, of the failure of Capitol leadership to get the assets when they needed it for security beforehand, uh, what do you say about the state of this impeachment trial, the impeachment evidence um, uh, is the storyline just as wrong as Russia collusion was? Yeah, I think it really is. I mean, uh, uh, their manager, Jamie Raskin, just said uh, he's not going to bore us with the law. He's just going to talk about facts. And so they've just been showing a bunch of videos, right, and, and uh, making some pretty outrageous statements. But the facts are pretty clear now that uh, not only did the FBI know that there, was, there were folks planning to do something before President Trump ever took the stage, I mean, days before he ever took the stage, but that Capitol Police had requested backup to help and support, and someone, a uh, supervisor, uh, indicated to them, no, we can't do that because of the optics. So mm-hmm. if we start looking at the, the facts, that you can't incite a riot if if a riot is already planned by somebody. And, uh, and it was, I mean, the the first uh, inkling I had that something might be a little bit different that day is when I I found out there was a pipe bomb. I mean, the first thing when I got to the floor that day, uh, a friend of mine tells me there's a pipe bomb that's been found over behind the Republican National Committee uh, building. So, I mean, when you start talking about that and you start realizing they don't really care about the facts, because if they cared about the facts, they wouldn't have spent, they would have sent this to a committee for an investigation in the House. This is all about political payback. This is about uh, just vengeance and hate uh, that they've had for President Trump for four and a half years. Yeah, that's really, that's the key. The rush to judgment was to avoid the facts because they had an unfinished mission. They wanted to impeach this guy and get him out and 
they tried for four years and couldn't, so they tried one last time. It seems to be that that's the story that's that's really emerging. When you look at the the dialogue now, we saw the letter from the uh, cap, former Capitol Police chief saying, uh, giving a real specific timeline. One of the big unanswered questions to me is who above the House Sergeant Arms knew about this and who else was weighing in on the quote-unquote optics of it. Do you think Nancy Pelosi has answered the questions that she should answer as the mayor of the Capitol? No, not at all. I think I think that's part of the problem is that they were so quick and so uh, they pursued some, you know, they don't do anything quick around here, John. You know that. Uh, that's for sure. Sudden, they, <laughs> yeah, they, can, they can quickly say, okay, we're just going to do a two-hour impeachment of this president and then and because and and their their mantra was, you know, he's danger to stay in. We can't keep him in. We can't keep him. In. We got to get him out right away. Well, we we didn't even know anything about the the free planning that that has now been revealed. Right. We didn't know about about what the the, the chief of police said uh, that that about the optics, which you're talking about, and, and Nancy Pelosi uh, hasn't had to answer any questions of it. None of that happened before they impeached President Trump, and then they. And they chose to hold on to those documents, the, the articles, before transmitting them to the Senate until after he was out of office. So that if you, if you don't believe that the fix is in on this thing and, and is, is designed to distract from uh, actions like Nancy Pelosi may have engaged in, then, then you're missing it. And no investigation has been done even to this moment, even yeah. to this moment. That's really the shocking thing. I mean, this was the Capitol's version of 9-11. It was such a traumatic event for people. And uh, and yet there's been almost no factual Blue, uh, Blue Ribbon Commission sort of effort to just get the facts out. It's all been about the politics. And uh, it, every time I see a reporter try to talk to Nancy Pelosi and they don't ask the question, when did you know it? You know, what did you know? And when did you know it? And, and um, is there anything Republicans uh, can do to try to force that answer from the speaker? Well, I think I'm, I'm hoping that um, we can see some of that in the the questions that go forward in the last part of this impeachment trial, when when the president's defending team can can basically uh, assert to the House managers what what did the speaker know? Well, not not only just what did she know, what did anybody else know in leadership over there? And when did they know it? And what? How did they respond once they knew? Um, because ostensibly, I mean, the the evidence seems to indicate that they knew it um, a day or two, maybe more, before. Yeah, I think that's right. And did nothing. Yep. Didn't do anything. Yeah, and you now look at the public evidence that the FBI has. Yeah, I, I went through all 125 of the affidavits in these court cases, and uh, almost everything that is now proof of coordination, planning, threat, and violence uh, was in the open space. It was on Parler. It was on Twitter. It was on Facebook, GoFundMe. And it raises another question, which is, if the FBI, as they promised the House back in September, was looking at extremism, did anyone look at this stuff? Who was paying attention to these sites leading up to January 6th? It it appears that maybe the FBI wasn't watching as closely as as they had led Congress to believe from Chris Ray's testimony in, um, in September. Has there been any discussion among members about oversight of the FBI and maybe that they were asleep at the switch as well? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we would like to, uh, in judiciary committee, we'd like to have um, Christopher Ray come in. We would like to have oversight. We'd like to have these hearings. The question is whether uh, the chairman of that committee, Jerry Nadler, will let us do that because I, I, I tend to think he probably won't Yeah. Um, because they don't, I don't think they really want 
uh, the answer all this stuff to come out. Yeah, right. they don't want the answer to these questions. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you see that from some of the ways he's evaded questions already in the in the media and and, and hearings. Um, yeah. Staying on Nancy Pelosi just for one more second. I know uh, a lot of Republicans are upset that uh, she was observed going bypassing the metal detectors after uh, a fine was imposed on a, a Republican colleague for doing the same thing. Um, are Republicans able to get some uh, equal treatment on this? Will they be able to force the sergeant at arms to penalize uh, the speaker for her, her violating her own policy? Well, I certainly hope so. I mean, the reality is I know uh, the two representatives on the Republican side that did, um, they both are appealing it, number one. And second, secondly, I know that uh, a lawsuit has been filed against Nancy Pelosi in the House. And, and, and the reality is, though, John, and you know this very well, um, Speaker Pelosi um, is no problem with telling you to do something and then doing whatever she darn well pleases. It's this, uh, it is the, the, the feel of loyalty, if you will. I mean, it's the, you've got to wear a mask unless it's me and I'm going to get my hair roots died that day or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is, this is very, very consistent for her to be, um, have, have a double standard. Uh, and, and that's what we see all the time. And so we push on it constantly. And, and these, these guys are pushing and Freedom Caucus is pushing and some of my other colleagues in the Republican Caucus are pushing as well. Yeah, well, hypocrisy has become such a powerful storyline since uh, the Democrats have took over. There's just been so many examples in the last six right. months. And one of those are policy related. So Joe Biden uh, repeatedly portrayed himself as the blue collar Joe. He was going to take care of blue collar workers. And then the Trans Canada pipeline gets closed down. They do minimum wage, small businesses in trouble, millions of jobs or uh, thousands of jobs have been eliminated. Millions are threatened, according to CBO, by the minimum wage thing. How? Uh, how are we at this point where the promise to blue collar workers is now being and middle class workers is being uh, eroded by the actual policy decisions? And, and what advantage does it give Republicans to go back to the American public and say, well, not only we told you so, but here's our alternative? Well, John, as, as you know, um, the, the uh, representation, the constituency of Democrats and Republicans have now switched. Yep. Republicans now are the party of the working class. And more and more working class people are getting that. So, so you're shutting down. You're going to close restaurants. You're going to uh, some small manufacturing houses. All kinds of companies are going to go down because it's 15 bucks an hour. When if, if that happens, not only that though, um, they close down that the the Keystone Pipeline. I mean, just if you think about that, and then the callous way that the Biden administration, as portrayed by uh, their spokesperson last week, uh, said, "Oh, you know, well." Just come back with data and figures. We're, we're going to get them jobs. We're going to get them opportunities in months, months, as if as if people who have jobs that are good, to, good paying jobs, yeah, good. high quality jobs, that, that they can wait for months. Yeah, uh, without elitism. Pay, be re yeah, it, it is just such an elitist organization over there, the Democrats now. And and your question about how does that help Republicans? Well, if Republicans um, actually can can craft the narrative right and tell the truth about what's happening, then I think people uh, understand that. I mean, I don't understand, quite frankly, how, how, you, how you can miss out on what's happening here. But what's happening is, is the Biden administration is immediately caving, uh, killing jobs, killing the economy, killing uh, uh, American energy independence, uh, opening up the border to let in low-skilled, low-wage workers to compete with people who who, uh, 
who are losing jobs that are that that need to get employment or are underemployed by it right now. All of that is happening in the first uh, what two two weeks really of the uh, Biden administration. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really is. And and uh, you're, you're beginning to see when you see Rich Trumpka raising concerns as the FLCIO chairman. Yes, that, that's right. He bought the wrong mirage, apparently. Uh, then, you know, you know, something uh, is, is clearly up. I know you're going to get back because there's uh, many things going on Capitol Hill. I just want to ask you one last question. The state of the Republican yeah. Party. It's obvious that President Trump will be acquitted at the end of this trial based on the current reporting in the votes. Unless something dramatic happens, he'll be twice acquitted, twice innocent. Uh, where does the Republican Party go once this trial is is over, and how do they take back tw- uh, the House in 2022? I think both parties are really uh, have some fissures and then some cracks in them. Uh, I, I do think that uh, Trump's kind of a, a neo-populist conservative um, platform is remains extremely popular with. Um, the base of the Republican Party. I would say 60 million people of the 74 million that voted for him remain very, very loyal to that brand, whether it's the no no more forever wars, build the military, respect the police, lower right. taxes, less regulation. Secure the, the border, I think, right? Yeah. I think secure the border. Yeah, secure the border, finish the border. I think those, those continuing um, storylines they really resonate with the American people. And I think that uh, the Republican Party can come back very strong from this. On the other hand, the other side is, is dealing with a move to absolute radical leftism and a move to elitism. And um, I still think we're a center-right country for the most part. Right. And that means that there's an opening for uh, people who represent the working class, who represent the uh, freedom and the Constitution. And I think that's where... Uh, that's where the Republicans' bread and butter is. And how big is the border issue? I mean, you're in a border state. How big is the border issue now that people realize catch and release is sort of effectively back? And once, uh, you know, Mark Morgan was on the show last week, said once COVID's over, uh, the, the the flood of crisis is going to create it at the border. Is that becoming, is that issue starting to become a, a real to everyday Americans again? Yeah, they're starting to feel it. Um, and, it's, and it's starting to pick back up. I mean, you cannot promise amnesty from anywhere 15 to 25 million people um, you can't uh, you can't do it with the MPP program all that, that Biden's doing without it elevating this I mean we are now catching three three to thirty three thousand to thirty five hundred people a day yeah, that number's amazing yeah I mean you're just thinking that's that's 90 to hundred and five thousand people a month that we're catching again. And at the height of our of our of our surge in 2019, it was about 150,000, 157,000. I think roughly was the was the top number. We are already at two thirds of that, and um, they're overrun. I, I was just down the border uh, recently and talking to ranchers, farmers, businesses, uh, border patrol agents. Uh, and they all tell me they're slammed. They're slammed right now. It's amazing. And uh, uh, yeah, so and. and problem of course of, of it is john just leave everything else out of it the human toil uh, uh, uh cost these people make trying to make that trying to enter in this country they're abused there's human trafficking sex trafficking oh, drug yeah. trafficking, all going on yep. all of that's happening and it happens because uh when you don't enforce your laws or your border uh, you incentivize people to come and they, they're willing to take that chance 
Yeah, that's the danger. I mean, it's the criminal activity that picks right up the second those borders open up again or once there's ambiguity in the enforcement uh, rules. That's right. Uh, and that leaves us real victims. I've, I've, I've seen too many of them in my life to count. And I know you have, too, living in a border state. So, yeah, uh, it's an amazing time ahead of us. Well, sir, I know you got to get back to work. I want to thank you so much for spending the time with us. We're, uh, we're going to have you back on again soon. We love uh, keeping on top of all the big issues that you, you represent with your great work every day. Uh, thanks, John. You're doing great work as well. Got a lot of respect for you. Keep it up. Same here, sir. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of the day. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, all right, folks, that wraps things up. Uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we're done, we'll come back and wrap up the day for you with some more news. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time, go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we were so lucky to have Congressman Andy Biggs join us. So many issues going on in Washington, inside the Capitol, the impeachment trial, uh, the fallout from the riots, the uh, new security rules, questions of hypocrisy, uh, the immigration issue, the border, the immigration executive orders by Joe Biden is beginning to change the security posture of America at the border, in the interior of the country. Um, we're hearing from a lot of concerned ICE officers, a lot going on in that front. And uh, 
so eager to be able to bring someone who's on the front lines that knows really what's going on, gives you the latest intelligence. I want to thank Congressman Andy Biggs for his time today. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. And just one thought as we exit for the day. Uh, you might be looking for a Valentine's gift still, just like I was. I've got a great offer. Our good friends at Kansas City Steaks, well, they have a Valentine's Day package just for you so that your loved one can turn your home into a steakhouse for a romantic night on Valentine's Day with some of the best cuts of meat you've ever had. And if you buy using the Just News code, Just News, one word, while you're on the KansasCitySteaks.com website, you get an incredible deal, a bunch of money off and free shipping just because you're a Just the News follower, fan, sponsor. Um, we love that you're listening to us. What a neat idea. Instead of going out for one time, how about cooking in, showing your loved one that you took the extra effort to pick a nice meal out and to a nice dessert, some nice uh, side dishes, and you cooked it yourself so that you can spend a quiet, special night Valentine's night at your home. I'm doing that for my great wife, Judy. We've been married uh, more than 32 years now. Uh, we love to go out to restaurants. We want to support restaurants in the pandemic. We have been. But sometimes just doing something special at home in the quiet of your home uh, and the extra effort that you didn't just go buy a meal, you picked it out and you cooked it yourself on the grill. Well, I think that's got something to add to the very special holiday that uh, St. Valentine's Day is for us and our family I hope Judy's surprised. Hopefully she didn't hear this podcast, but if she has, well, she knows what she's getting need, a good steak over this weekend. All right, folks. Well, again, thanks for listening. When you support people like Kansas City Steaks, you're supporting just the news and our mission to give you honest, courageous journalism, just the facts that you make up your mind, news, not noise, information, not indoctrination. It's the folks, the good folks at Kansas City Steaks and others that make this show and make our website just the news possible. So have a good meal, have a special way of celebrating Valentine's Day, and support your favorite news organization. What a great deal. We're so thankful. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, may God bless you, and God bless this great country of America, as he always has. I'm John Solomon. If you need a quick news fix, you know where to go. Justthenews.com. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.